A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I'm your host, with the most, Logan Howard. And joining me, as always, is my best friend from Ireland, Brendan Thomas Merritt. Hiya, Brendan. How are you today? I am great. Always great. It's a sunny autumnal day here in Ireland. Uh, but that's not to say it won't rain later. It might be nasty and gross. But hey, it keeps the grass green, keeps us, keeps us wise and thinking smartly. Uh, not to mention it's the weekend, so complaining, of course, is not allowed. How are you today, Logan? How's, uh, how are things on the American side? I can't complain. Complaining is illegal at the weekend. Life's good. Life's good. Okay, guys, before we kick off today, don't forget to drop us a message at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. If you didn't tune in, we wouldn't make these videos or podcasts, and we love hearing from you. Also, feel free to drop us a line on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also follow me at TheBananaMan17 on Instagram. <laughs> it's a funny story from camp. And also, follow Brendan at BrendanThomasMarish on Instagram and YouTube. Also, don't forget to buy one of our awesome shirts. Then you can dress just like us, wearing cool tank tops, hoodies, and baseball tees. Pick up yours today. All right, Brendan, let's play a game. So guys, I'm going to read the first line or two of a scary story, because unless you're living under a rock due to Biden inflation, you probably know that Halloween is just around the corner. So I'm going to read the start of some spooky stories, and Brendan is going to finish them off. All right, Brendan, here's number one. I was walking down a dark, cold street. The clouds were rolling over the moon, blocking it from view. Slowly, but surely, I heard footsteps coming behind me, getting louder and louder. The hairs in the back of my neck rose, and instinctively, I knew that a hand was reaching out towards my shoulder. What happened next, Brendan? Oh, 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 good, good. Uh, well, first of all, we have to we have to set the scene here, and I, I'm glad that I'm glad you've done a good job of setting the scene. But I do think that we need to determine whether this is in this is in America or if this is in Ireland. And I I think for one thing, it's probably in America. So this this person sneaking behind me is coming towards me, coming following me on my on my on my journey. And of course, as you say, they, they grab me and turn me around and I look into the cold, dead eyes of some call him Brandon, some call him Joe Biden, some call him president. All we know is he's a man who smells people's hair and it's very creepy. And of course, I was freaked out, raced away knocked the man aside as he was very weak and uh, legged it to safety. That is how I shall end this story. What says you, Logan, to that 
beautiful rendition. Well, Brandon, nothing is more beautiful than your accent or a story in which Joe Biden is the punchline. All right, then. Number two. I never believed in ghosts until... Dot, dot, dot. Well, well, Logan, that is that is a good question, of a good story start. I think I didn't believe in ghosts, of course, until one day I was sitting in in my room at my home and i just felt all these eyes staring at me burning holes into my into my soul and it was then that i realized that the holy ghost was real that there was a ghost a real person a real being there and it wasn't just sight it wasn't just my imagination it wasn't just things running through my head it was it was the holy ghost the one of of the godhead of the trinity um so that that is how i shall finish finish that one logan what what do you have to say about that marvelous finding a way to evangelize even as we honor the demonic through halloween storytelling i've never seen the likes isn't this irish guy amazing guys all right story number three of five as I was walking, my little baby in her pram at night time, from out of a bush jumped the haggard appearance of the mushroom haircut magenta dress wearing Nancy Pelosi. In her hand, she held what looked like a baby's rattle, but it was actually a ribcage of a skeleton. Nancy, what are you doing? I asked. For the children. For the children. For the children. What happened next? <laughs> well, I mean, to put it quite basically and, 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 and to the point, I threw that woman in jail. She belongs in jail. She does not belong running our country, running, running any country, let alone an American country or an Irish country or any country ever. That woman demands and needs to be locked up, put away for a long time. At worst, at, at minimum, this woman must be in a nursing home and needs to be left there because she's not worried about the children. She is always worried about herself for what she's about. And she's not worried about anything that has to do with whether our whether whether the American country as a whole, whether the world as a whole. They just want us to eat bugs. We don't want to eat bugs. We want to live free lives. Maybe I went a little far there. I probably went too far there, but I think that's the, the correct answer to your, your puzzle. All rise for the national anthem. All right, story number four. I ran until I had no breath left. Then the rat hole that is... The big apple. All of a sudden, from behind me, I heard the grunts and groans of headlocks being given, roundhouse kicks, punches to the throat, and then a stake jutting into the heart of the vampire, and the <laughs> as he turned to dust. I looked at the orange-skinned, hulking tank 
of a hero standing before me. Who are you? I asked. Donald Trump, the Vampire Slayer. What happened next? Well, be careful. He is my biological grandfather. Well, of course, seeing this glorious man, Donald Trump himself, in person, no less, not just through my video screens, which I have normally just seen him on YouTube or on the TV screen, and all of my, all of my compatriots here in Ireland have been railing this poor, amazing, awesome man. And this was my chance to, to give him what I've always wanted to give him, which was a large hug, and to thank him for everything this man has done. Not only killing off the vampires, but for, for saving America, for saving the world, for giving us hope in a dark and stormy world. This man is a man we must treasure and praise and thank God for. He is he is our only hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Our only hope. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Alright, Brendan. Story number five. I pushed open the door to Mrs. Pampa Dubaudier's house. Perturbed at the screams, grunts, and groans I'd heard in the garden. And there, over her bloodied, desecrated, eye-missing corpse, stood the two twins, ten years old each, in their little French petticoats and pink dresses, wicked grins on their face. What happened next, Brendan? Well, of course, I go to the only thing that I know how to do, and that is karate. I beat these two twins to ever-living bloodlust. It, it is violent and brutal and terrible. So many people would say, why, Brendan, why would you do this to two twins? I say to you, that's, this is the only way for children to respect you and listen to you, is if you take out the one that is that are coming for you, that are threatening you, you wipe them out, you brutalize them, no one will ever mess with you again. So this, friends, is why I took care of these twins. I wiped them off the face of the earth. I used my black belt to all of its limits and all of its abilities. It was, per se, the greatest, no, dare I say, the most amazing thing that has ever happened on the face of the storytelling. Thank you. Thank you very much. Leave me all your comments. Well, that was just Holy Spirit inspired. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan, for being such a good sport and bringing such bloodlust and anti-democratic, pro-Republican values to today's episode. <laughs> all right, guys. Next up, Brendan is going to give us a history lesson. Here in America, we love, well, <laughs> people who don't listen to this channel, love dolling their house to the nines in cobwebs, spiders, witches, and broomsticks. However, what you may not know is that Halloween, as we know it, began in Ireland over a millennium ago. 
brought there by the Celts. They celebrated a festival called Samhain. It's still very popular in Ireland today. Brendan, please tell us some of the tropes that began with the Celts that are still celebrated today and form Halloween as we know it. Well, well, Logan, I, I feel like you, you probably know this, this, this way, way more than, than I do, seeing as you have already given us a, such a thorough introduction to it. Uh, but seeings as, of course, I mean, everything, everything is Irish created. I, I cannot, I cannot stop continuing to expound upon that everything that we have here in this lovely world that God has created has always originated with the Irish. It, it cannot be any other way. It cannot be originated in your Americans. You, you guys are new. You guys are fools. You guys are young. You don't know anything like we know. We have seen all. We know all. Unfortunately, our history is one that is that is ruled by those evil dictators in England. But still, the good has always shown through Ireland, no matter how those English have tried to take care of us. Uh, but let me let me get into the story, since seeing as you've asked, and seeing as uh, seeing as I, I must, as an Irish person, know the the history of all things Ireland. Uh, according, of course, as you said, to to Irish folklore, uh, this Sewin. As, as we pronounce it, can be traced all the way back to ancient Celtic tradition. The old Irish for summer's end. It is the end of summer. It is no longer summer. It is no longer lovely, hot weather. It is now dreary and cold, as it is most of the time here in Ireland. But as I said to you before, all good things come from Ireland. They are our pe these are our people. These are our lovely lords. Uh, so, as I continue on, I'm getting off on rabbit trails here. This sowing is marked as the end of the harvest season and the start of the new year. So new things begin, new things start. But of course, with every new beginning, something must die, something must end. And so that is why we have, we have this thing that you all... You're all puny, foolish Americans call Halloween, but of course, we all know it to be so in. So the Celtics, of course, believed in other worlds, a spiritual dimension all around Ireland that has its own countries, including Tiranog, the land of youth, the, the place everyone wants to go, the, the, the fountain of youth, the growth, all the things that you think of when you think of lovely times, this is Tiranog. You want to go there. That is that is where you want to go. Uh, so it's the land of youth, a place for dead spirits, a place where you'd go if you have passed on from this life. But of course, there is also creatures, uh, monarchy, monarchies, leprechauns, fairies, gods, demons, and the likes. The stuff that fairy tales tell, but... With everything, there is always a sense of truth in every fairy tale. There is always something there. Uh, so, I won't go into more detail. If you'd like to hear more, you can always find me at Brendan Thomas Merritt on Instagram or Facebook. Ask me more questions about, about sewing and how 
how Halloween is just a copy of such a great and glorious celebration. Uh, speaking of sewing, it is, it is what we should all be thinking of this time. Forget your Halloween traditions. Forget your living to go to foolish parties. You must and should be celebrating sewing during this lovely time of year. Well, with that, I'll turn it back over to Logan with our passage of scripture that he has for us today. Uh, take it away, Logan. Thanks, Brendan, for that riveting treatise on the origins of Halloween. And despite mispronouncing Sewin and Celtic, you took 10 minutes and we are none the wiser as to the origins of Sewin. Thank you so much. So elaborate, so detailed, so powerful. All right, guys, let's turn to our passage of scripture today. It's Mark chapter 5. The healing of a demon-possessed man. A spooky story for a spooky time of year. You can also find this story in Matthew 5, and by 5 I mean 8, and Luke chapter 8 as well. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit from the tombs came to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? Swear to God you won't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What's your name? Who are you? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out to the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the evil spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank, into the lake, and were drowned. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed. <laughs> That's not a word. They saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons, sitting there, dressed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man, and told by the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your family. And tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis, the ten cities, how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. This is one of my favorite stories during Jesus' earthly ministry. And there's a heck of a lot we can glean from it. 
This story appears in Matthew chapter 8, in which case we're told this guy was not alone. There were two men. And Luke 8 says that this guy had no clothes on, he was butt naked. So, uh, I think we can have a guess as to what they'd been doing in that graveyard, which led to demon possession in the first place. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> hey, I didn't write the Bible, people. Jesus put it in there. Well, Holy Spirit did. Okay, take it up with him if you don't like what I'm implying. <laughs> but the amazing thing is, when they got delivered, well, we know one of them did anyway, the first thing he did was went home and told his family and his community about the goodness of God. And right now, we see an entire generation who are bound by the powers of darkness. An entire generation, just like this guy, of evangelists. But uh, they've been caught up under deception, under hell's flag, and uh, in this podcast, we call them the alphabet people. <laughs> but while it can be very infuriating to see just how far removed they are from Christ so often, I believe many of them have been called, just like this guy, to be evangelists to their families and to their hometowns. So keep on praying for them. Don't stop. And believe that they too will have a miracle just like him. And it's also interesting to note that they were found in a graveyard. And so often, even as Christians, we can walk around with a tomb in our soul, with a sepulchre, with a sepulchre in our soul. A voice telling us we're not saved, we're not in Christ, we're not new creations, we are who we were, B.C., before Christ came in and washed us clean. Or maybe you became a Christian and did something that you really regret, and the enemy's telling you it's not covered by the blood. The grave and resurrection are not sufficient. You are that deadness. You are that sack of scum. You are that sack of bones. You'll never amount to anything. And I believe that this October, while the world is glorifying the demonic, Jesus actually wants to come into the tombs in your life and release you from them, to set you free from them, not to leave you there. So this year, while your neighbours and your schools and your workplaces are creating portals and open doors to witchcraft, to the demonic, to the enemy, by wicked decorations, blood splatters, and defilement. Separate yourself from all that, beginning with what's in your soul. Just like David spoke to himself, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, all that is within me, have a conversation with yourself, and say, Jesus, dunamis, dynamite power lives in me through his Holy Spirit, and I command my soul to be perfect to be healed, to be clean, to be restored, to be in good health, and pray that the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings and his lightnings, blasting out all those chains, those iron chains that are holding you back, that you will enter into the fullness and freedom of what God has for you. 
Amen. Okay, and Brendan, what does this Bible passage say to you? Well, friends, uh, you do. I think it's important to see what what he says about um, getting what he says to to this man after he leaves, and he says to him, "You're supposed to stay here and tell your friends all the things you've done that I have done for you." Um, First of all, not glancing over the fact that him saving somebody who was had was demon possessed is wild in and of itself, because um, that requires a power that, without Christ and without his, without him doing it, there's no way to to overcome that. Um, but Christ gets this demon out of him and tells him to go and tell. Go home to your friends. Tell them all the great things that I have done for you, that I have shown you. And that's exactly what we're supposed to do. That's that's the Great Commission 2.0, 1.0. Go and tell your friends about what God has done for you. Um, so that's my, my request and all I ask for you guys today. Go and tell what God has done for you. Um, share the things that he is doing and doing for you and changing you and... Um, working in your heart and do do and share those things with with your friends share them with your brothers and sisters in Christ share them with everybody you run into what Christ has done for you and if you can do that then I'm sure it will lead to very profitable things for for God and um, will work out very well in leading others to Christ because the more you share what happens in your life the more um, others will want to follow and want that as well in their life um so with that let's close in prayer dear heavenly father we're thankful so much for this day we're thankful that you're able to come into uh your your house and talk to you and pray to you we're thankful that you give us this opportunity to talk about you to learn about you um and i pray that you would give us a great week that you'd help us to learn and to grow and to share those things that we've learned with others um help us help our week to be a profitable one for your honor and glory not for our own and that we will look more and more like you every single day. That you would do amazing and awesome things in our lives. In Jesus' name. Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed our first ever Halloween special. Uh, tell us what you thought. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. And uh, as you can see, I am not Logan. I'm Brendan. Oh, my goodness. Surprise. And that's not Brendan. That's Logan. How many of you knew? <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what you thought of today's episode a little trick for you that's as much trick-or-treating as either of us are going to get up to this year and uh tell us your thoughts on the show um and any prayer requests you might have or any ideas for future episodes at from dublin to cleveland at gmail.com or drop us a line on one of the youtube videos and also remember to find us on facebook and Instagram. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are uploaded. <laughs> so, gang, have a super special, awesome, wonderful rest of your week, and we will catch you next time.
stay safe, have a super one, God bless, may the force be with you, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Bye, friends! <laughs> Very Brendan of you. <laughs>